0: So this morning, I've I've entitled it, if you want a title, um, A Passport to Heaven. Nothing. But what I want to look at is um, passports. I'm sure everyone, well, majority of people have probably got one of these. And you need a passport to, well, what do you you need a passport for? Going places, identification, yeah but the majority of the time you use this to, if you're going to a foreign country if you're going to a foreign country you need a, a passport to get there otherwise they won't let you go um, I don't know if anyone's found that out first and forgot their passport when they're going away I nearly have but I was reading the other day and I came across so this is going to be a sort of back to basics in a way Um, but I was reading 1 Corinthians a a few weeks ago and I came across uh, chapter 15 and chapter 15 I've got a post-it note in my Bible from years ago and I've written the post-it note, the gospel in brief so um, the start of chapter 15 is, in my opinion, (laughs) is the gospel and this is our basis of faith really so I thought we'd just read from verse 1 to 8. And th- this is what our salvation is in. This is our, our route to heaven. So it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which you were also saved, if you hold fast that, w- that word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that Christ uh, sorry, for I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and he was seen by Cephas, and then by twelve. After that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present." but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then up by all the apostles, then last of all he was seen by me also, as one born out of due time. So really, we're looking at verse 3 to start with. So verse 3 is very, very it's, it's the gospel in brief, because it's summed up in three lines, really, in my opinion. So, Verse 3, Christ died for our sin. Do we believe that? Do we believe that Christ died for our sin? It's a personal thing. And with communion, it isn't something that can be taken lightly. Do you really believe that Christ died for your sin? And I've written here that um, your passport, if you commit a crime... I think, if you commit a crime, part of your bail application or bail bond, if you commit a crime and get put on bail, is that they'll take your passport off you, so you can't get out. And that's a bit like us with our sin. As soon as we committed committed our first sin, our passport for heaven was revoked. And we can't get it back. Because the sin is separating us from, from God and, and heaven. But if we believe that Christ came and died for us as we are singing in mercy, and he died for our personal sin, we can have our part of our passport back. <laughs> we can have our passport back because we've put our faith in Christ that he took that debt, that debt of death, had died in our place. Um, And I was thinking about um, the dying thief as well in this. I I like the example of the dying thief. and In the Bible, when Christ was crucified, next to him was a a man who uh, is just called a criminal (laughs) but I believe that he couldn't do anything so what I'm trying to say is belief is all we need and faith is all we need um, to gain access to heaven, it it, it doesn't matter about works and uh, money or (laughs) good deeds that you do, I mean the dying thief, I believe in my heart I will see the dying thief at some point, when I get to heaven I will see him, I think but he couldn't do anything, he was, he, he was dying, he, he only had hours left, but he put his faith in Christ, he recognised that Christ was the Messiah, the Saviour, and rec- he must have recognised in his heart that Christ was dying for his sin, the, the wrong that he'd done in life and the offence to God that he'd caused, Christ was dying for him. But that's not to say we shouldn't do good things. We should behave in a Christ-like fashion um, to be Christians and emulate Christ. But I do believe that I will see the dying thief and those who believe will see the dying thief when we get to heaven. And a a passport currently costs £82.50, apparently, so don't lose it. And another top tip: don't leave it lying about where the dog can get it, because it's really awkward when you go to a Greek airport and they say, "What's happened to your passport?" and you say "Oh the dog, the dog ate it like <laughs> me, so don't leave it lying around but it's it's expensive it's fairly expensive, you know, but the gift of God is free, salvation is free we can get we could get into heaven." The dying thief had no opportunity to pay or give a donation to somewhere to ensure his salvation. I mean, some people some people do believe in, um, you know, I can't remember the word. I've, I should have wrote it down, really. But they believe that you can sort of save someone after they've died by giving... Money to the church, which isn't, isn't true. It's, it's a free gift. God gave us a free gift. Romans eight twenty three says that. And the free gift of God is eternal life. Have I, have I got that on there? Sorry, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 I've just wrote eight here instead of six. But yeah. We've been set free from sin. The wages of sin is death. But the gift, or the free gift of God, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we've been set free. It's a free gift from God that we don't have to pay for. But if we're serious about our relationship with Christ, and as we walk through our Christian life, it will cost us, either whether it's time or money, to help the church, help God's word. And that's part of being a Christian is that we want to give our time, we want to devote our time to God through prayer or reading the word, helping the church. But the more time you spend with God, the better really. And I was flicking through and I I came across um, a real good example of a Christian life in Psalms. It's all about Psalm 37. I don't think i will put it on my PowerPoint, unfortunately. But Psalm 37 is is—it's um, a beautiful Psalm about just trusting in the Lord. Don't worry about things. Leave it to God and God will have it. I just want to read a, a few verses from it. So for verse um, Psalm 37 Verse three to six. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourselves also in the Lord, and he shall give you, you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. I'll read the next verse as well. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. So if we already have the the belief in Christ that he died for our sin, this is what we should do next. Um, Just rest in the Lord and he will bring things to pass. The more you rest in him, the closer you get to, to God. And things like praying and reading the Bible will, be, will become natural once you start that communication with him. Um, and we're all called to give our lives to God once we believe and be his servants on earth. So if we go back to 1 Corinthians 15, somewhere. so I should have got me notes a bit better. Um, the next verse, verse four, is the next sort of part of our of, of the application process, but you know what I mean. It's the next part of our belief. And verse four says, and, it, and that he was buried. So we believe that Christ died for our sin personally. Now, do we believe that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day? This is quite an essential part of a Christian's belief because, uh, I mean, if you read further into 1 Corinthians 15, Paul goes on to sort of describe and set out if Christ didn't rise from the dead, our faith is, well, he says in verse 17, and if Christ is not written, your faith is futile, he is still in your sin. And so, Christ rising from the dead is that, that victory over death. And it's really important for a Christian because we, we need that victory to give us the salvation, give us the access to God. Without the victory over death, it, it doesn't mean anything. And Paul also backs this up in the, the rest of the verses that we read by giving us evidence, giving us, it was seen by over, well, there's over 500 people mentioned in these few verses here that Paul saw, uh, that was seen after Christ's resurrection, that saw Christ. And this is the evidence, this is the, you know, it's not hearsay, it's, it, it happened. And um, it's important for us to believe it, yeah. So Paul says in verse 17, if Christ is not risen, um, our faith is futile, and we're still in our sin. So it's essential. We have God's ugh, we have God's promise that we have access to heaven through His Son. So if we believe in Christ's death, and believe in His resurrection, as the Bible said. Um, Christ overcame spiritual death and physical death and we have that that too in our lives we could overcome our spiritual death for eternity because of Christ's victory there so I was when we were kids I well we learned I don't know a bit of the Apostles Creed which I've, I've got on a, on a slide up there which I think is a, a, the basis of faith for, for me. So it goes, I believe in... Oh, I can see it. Oh, no, I can't see it over there. Sorry. <laughs> it goes, I believe in God. Yeah, there you are. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only... So- His only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and he seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. Uh, I don't know the next week. (laughs) From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I, I thought I'd put an asterisk there about the Catholic Church because it, it, <laughs> it looks a bit strange, but Catholic is a word for unified or altogether or true, really. That's, that's what it is. So it's, um, it's not the Roman Catholic Church, although it looks confusing. It just means the true church. But I think in my heart, if you you can say those words and believe them in your heart, I believe that's all you need to get access to heaven. Everything else, sort of theology and doctrine, is extra. And I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying it's not good to study and try and learn from the Bible and take the, the word of God where it is. But I think sometimes in my life, I get so bogged down with, you know, oh, what does this verse really mean? But if we believe that, if we can say those 12 things and believe them in our heart, I believe you've got your, your passport to heaven. So, yeah, so, a little bit short. Yeah, I don't need to say much more, really, because that's all it is. It's just believing those things, and in my opinion, you're saved. That's it. You've got your passport.